0: Section Twenty-One of the Life of Ludwig van Beethoven, Volume One by Alexander Wheelock Thayer, translated by Henry Edward Crebill. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Nineteen: The Year eighteen o one Concerts for Wounded Soldiers, Fagano, and the Ballet Prometheus stephen von breuning hetzendorf christus am erlberg compositions and publications of the year the funeral march in the sonata opus twenty six, the moonlight sonata the quintet opus twenty nine the tone of beethoven's correspondence and the many proofs of his untiring industry during the winter eighteen hundred to one and early part of the succeeding spring suggest a mind at ease rejoicing in the exercise of its powers and a body glowing with vigorous health but for his own words to wegeler i have been really miserable this winter the passing allusions to ill health in his replies to Hofmeister's letters would merely impress the reader as being half groundless apologies for lack of punctuality in writing this chapter will exhibit the young master both as he appeared to the public and as he showed himself in confidential intercourse to the few in whose presence he put aside the mask and laid open his heart and will therefore it is believed be found fully to justify what has been said of his heroic energy courage and endurance under a trouble of no ordinary nature in the beginning of the year he wrote to hoffmeister as follows under date january fifteenth or thereabouts eighteen o one your enterprises delight me also and i wish that if works of art ever bring profit that it might go to real artists instead of mere shopkeepers the fact that you propose to publish the works of sebastian bach does good to my heart which beats only for the lofty and magnificent art of this patriarch of harmony and i hope soon to see them in vigorous sale i hope as soon as golden peace has been declared to be helpful in many ways especially if you offer the works for subscription as regards our real business since you ask it i meet your wishes by offering you the following items septet concerning which i have already written you twenty ducats symphony twenty ducats grand solo sonata allegro adagio minuetto rondo twenty ducats this sonata is a tidy piece of work my dearest mr brother now for an explanation you will wonder perhaps that i have made no distinction here between sonata septet and symphony i have done this because i have learned that a septet or symphony has a smaller sale than a sonata though a symphony ought unquestionably to be worth more note well the septet consists of a short introductory adagio then allegro adagio minuetto andante with variations minuetto again a short adagio introduction and then presto i put the price of the concerto at only ten ducats because as i have already written I do not give it out as one of my best i do not think the amount excessive on the whole i have tried at least to make the price as moderate as possible for you as regards the bill of exchange you may since you leave the matter to me issue it to geimuller or Schuler. the whole sum amounts to seventy ducats for the four works i do not understand any money except viennese ducats how many thalers in gold that amounts to does not concern me i being a really bad negotiator and mathematician this disposes of the disagreeable sara business i call it so because i wish things were different in the world there ought to be only one art warehouse in the world to which an artist would only need to carry his artworks to take away with him whatever he needed as it is one must be half tradesman and how we adjust ourselves good god that is what i again call disagreeable as regards the l o let them talk they will certainly never make anybody immortal by their twaddle and as little will they rob anybody of immortality to whom apollo has decreed it benefit concerts for wounded soldiers the next letter requires a word of introduction that military campaign which included the disastrous field of hohenlinden december three eighteen hundred had filled the hospitals at vienna and among the various means of raising funds for the benefit of the wounded was a series of public concerts the two in which they reached their climax took place in the large redouten Saal of the imperial palace the one arranged by baron von braun as director of the court opera was a performance of haydn's creation conducted by the composer on january sixteenth the other was arranged by madame franck christine gerhardy for january thirtieth that lady madame galvani magdalena villemann and herr simoni were the singers beethoven and punto the instrumental solo performers haydn directed two of his own symphonies pere and conti directed the orchestra in the accompaniments to the vocal music in the first public announcement printed in the wiener zeitung the only artist mentioned was the famous amateur singer frau von frank ne gerhardi as the giver of the concert this called out from beethoven the following letter poor madame de frank i think it my duty best of women to ask you not to permit your husband again in the second announcement of our concert to forget that those who contribute their talents to the same also be made known to the public this is the custom and i do not see if it is not done what is to increase the attendance at the concert which is its chief aim Ponto is not a little wrought up about the matter and he is right and it was my intention even before i saw him to remind you of what must have been the result of great haste or great forgetfulness look after this best of women since if it is not done dissatisfaction will surely result having been convinced not only by myself but by others as well that i am not a useless factor in this concert i know that not only i but punto simone galvani will ask that the public be informed also of our zeal for the philanthropic purposes of this concert otherwise we must all conclude that we are useless only yours l v beethoven whether this sharp remonstrance produced the desired effect cannot now be ascertained but the original advertisement was repeated in the newspaper on the twenty fourth and twenty eighth verbatim in the state of affairs then existing it was no time to give public concerts for private emolument moreover a quarrel with the orchestra a year before might have prevented beethoven from obtaining the berg theatre again and the new theatre on der was not yet ready for occupation but there is still another adequate reason for his giving no Academy concert this spring he had been engaged to compose an important work for the court stage Vigano and the prometheus ballet salvatore vagano dancer and composer of ballets both action and music the son of a milanese of the same profession was born at naples march twenty ninth seventeen sixty nine he began his career at rome taking female parts because women were not allowed there to appear upon the stage he then had engagements successively at madrid where he married maria medina a celebrated spanish danseuse bordeaux london and venice in which last city in seventeen ninety one he composed his raoul sire de croquis thence he came to vienna where he and his wife first appeared in may seventeen ninety three his raoul was produced on june twenty fifth at the Karn- the theatre after two years of service here he accepted engagements in five continental cities and returned to vienna again in seventeen ninety nine the second wife of emperor franz maria Theresia, was a woman of much and true musical taste and culture and Vagano determined to compliment her in a ballet composed expressly for that purpose haydn's gloriously successful creation may perhaps have had an influence in the choice of a subject the men of prometheus and the dedication of beethoven's septet to the empress may have had its effect in the choice of a composer at all events the work was entrusted to beethoven if the manner in which this work has been neglected by beethoven's biographers and critics may be taken as a criterion an opinion prevails that it was not worthy of him in subject execution or success it seems to be forgotten that as an orchestral composer he was then known only by two or three pianoforte concertos and his first symphony a work which by no means rivals the greater production of mozart and haydn and that for the stage he was not known to have written anything there is a misconception too as to the position which the ballet just then held in the court theatre as a matter of fact it stood higher than ever before and perhaps than it has ever stood since vegano was a man of real genius and had wrought a reform which is clearly vigorously and compendiously described in a memoir of heinrich von Collin, from which we quote in the reign of leopold the second the ballet which had become a well attended entertainment in vienna through the efforts of navarre was restored to the stage popular interest turned at once to them again and this was intensified in a great degree when beside the ballet-master a second ballet-master mr salvatore Vegano, whose wife disclosed to the eyes of the spectators a hitherto unsuspected art also gave entertainments the most important affairs of state are scarcely able to create a greater war of feeling than was brought about at the time by the rivalry of the two ballet-masters theatre lovers without exception divided themselves into two parties who looked upon each other with hatred and contempt, because of a difference of conviction, the new ballet-master owed his extraordinary triumph over his older rival to his restoration of his art back from the exaggerated inexpressive artificialities of the old Italian ballet to the simple forms of nature. Of course, there was something startling in seeing a form of drama with which hitherto there had been associated only leaps contortions constrained positions and complicated dances which left behind them no feeling of unity suddenly succeeded by dramatic action depth of feeling and plastic beauty of representation as they were so magnificently developed in the earlier ballets of mr salvatore vegano opening as they did a new realm of beauty and though it may be true that it was especially the natural joyous unconstrained dancing of madame Pagano and her play of features as expressive as it was fascinating which provoked the applause of the many it is nevertheless true that the very subject-matter of the ballets which differentiate themselves very favourably from his later conceits and his then wholly classical skilful and manly dancing were well calculated to inspire admiration and respect for the master and his creations two or three pages might be compiled of spicy matter upon the beautiful madame vegano's lavish display of the venus-like graces and charms of her exquisite form but her name long before the prometheus ballet had disappeared from the roll of the theatre and Fraulein casentini reigned in her stead there was nothing derogatory to beethoven in his acceptance of the commission to compose the music to a ballet by by whom commissioned upon what terms and when concerning these and similar particulars we know nothing we only know that at the close of the season before easter on the twenty eighth of march de Giscioppa de prometheus was performed for the first time for the benefit of the prima ballerina of the ballet corps frulein cosentini and that the whole number of its performances this year was sixteen and in eighteen o two thirteen the pecuniary result to beethoven must therefore have been satisfactory true the full score did not appear in print in beethoven's lifetime or for a long time thereafter it was not published indeed until the appearance of the critical complete edition in which it figures as number eleven of series two nothing is known of the original manuscript a copy revised except as to two numbers is in the royal imperial court library at vienna a pianoforte arrangement of the score was published in june eighteen o one by artaria with the opus number twenty four and a dedication to prince lichnowsky hoffmeister printed the orchestral parts and a pianoforte score in eighteen o four as opus forty three the number twenty four having meanwhile been assigned to the violin sonata in f mention ought perhaps also to be made of a pianoforte arrangement of number eight for four hands pour la famille Kobler par louis van beethoven cette pièce se ce trouve aussi agora. orchestre dans le même magasin the Kobler family was frequently in vienna among other times in eighteen fourteen it had nothing to do with the prometheus music alois fuchs has preserved a characteristic anecdote which came to him from the worthy hand of a contemporary and beethoven had composed the music to the ballet dia geschapfa de prometheus in eighteen o one he was one day met by his former teacher the great joseph haydn who stopped him at once and said well i heard your ballet yesterday and it pleased me very much beethoven replied oh dear papa you are very kind but it is far from being a creation haydn surprised at the answer and almost offended said after a short pause that is true it is not yet a creation and i can scarcely believe that it will ever become one whereupon the men said their adieus both somewhat embarrassed from the period immediately following we have another letter from beethoven to hoffmeister dated april twenty two eighteen o one in which he says perhaps too it is the only sign of genius about me that my things are not always in the best of order and nobody can mend the matter except myself thus for instance the pianoforte part as is usual with me was not written out in score and i only now have made a fair copy of it so that because of your haste you might not receive my too illegible manuscript so that the works may appear in the proper sequence as far as possible i inform you that the following opus numbers ought to be placed on the compositions on the solo sonata opus twenty two on the symphony opus twenty one on the septet opus twenty on the concerto opus nineteen the titles i will send you soon set me down as a subscriber for the works of johann sebastian bach also prince lignovsky the transcription of the mozart sonata or sonatas as quartets and quintets will do you honor and certainly prove remunerative in this also i should like to be of greater service but i am a disorderly individual and with the best of intentions i am continually forgetting everything yet i have spoken about the matter here and there and everywhere have found inclination towards it it would be a handsome thing if mr brother besides doing this were to publish an arrangement of the septet for flute as quintet for example by this means the amateur flautists who have already approached me on the subject would be helped and they would swarm around it like hungry insects to say something about myself i have just written a ballet in which the ballet-master did not do as well as he might have done baron von lichtenstein has endowed us with a product not commensurate with the ideas which the newspapers have spread touching his genius another bit of evidence against the newspapers the baron seems to have formed his ideal on herr muller in the marionette show without however having attained it these are the beautiful prospects under which we poor fellows in vienna are expected to flourish under the same date beethoven wrote to breitkopf and hartel advice to the critics of leipzig as regards your request for compositions by me i regret that at this time i am unable to oblige you but please tell me what kind of compositions of mine you want bees symphonies quartets sonatas, etc so that i may govern myself accordingly and in case i have what you need or want i may place it at your service if i am right eight works of mine are about to appear at Molo's in this place four pieces at hoffmeister's in leipzig in this connection i wish to add that one of my first concertos and therefore not one of the best of my compositions is to be published by hoffmeister and that Molo is to publish a concerto which indeed was written later but nevertheless does not rank among the best of my works in this form this is only a hint for your musical journal in the matter of criticism of these works although if one might hear them well played that is one would best be able to judge them musical policy requires that one should keep possession for a space of the best concertos you should recommend to messieurs your critics great care and wisdom especially in the case of the products of younger authors many of one may be frightened off who otherwise might probably accomplish more so far as i am concerned i am far from thinking that i am so perfect as not to be subject to blame yet the howls of your critics against me were at first so humiliating that after comparing myself with others i could not get angry but remained perfectly quiet and concluded they did not understand their business it was the easier to remain quiet since i saw the praise lavished on people who have no significance in loco in the eyes of the better sort and who disappeared from sight here no matter how good they may otherwise have been but pox lo, biscum peace for me and them i would not have mentioned a syllable about the matter had not you yourself done so coming recently to a friend who showed me the amount which had been collected for the daughter of the immortal god of harmony i marvel at the smallness of the sum which germany especially your germany had contributed in recognition of the individual who seems to me worthy of respect for her father's sake which brings me to the thought how would it do if i were to publish a work for the benefit of this person by subscription acquaint the public each year with the amount and its proceeds in order to assure her against possible misfortune write me quickly how this might best be accomplished to you so that something may be done before this bach dies before this brook dries up and we be no longer able to supply it with water that you would publish the work is self-evident poor maximilian's health having become precarious the welfare of the teutonic order in those revolutionary times demanded that a wise and energetic successor to him as grand master should be secured in the person of an efficient coadjutor the thoughts of all parties concerned fixed upon a man who was then not even a member of the order in case he would join it and accept the position namely the famous archduke karl a grand chapter was therefore called at vienna which opened june first and which unanimously admitted him to membership he receiving a dispensation from taking the oaths for the time being on june third he was elected coadjutor and on the eleventh he received the accolade the circular which called the meeting brought to the austrian capital the whole body of officials employed at mergentime and thus it happened that stephan von breuning whose name appears in the calendar of the order from seventeen ninety seven to eighteen o three inclusive as hof successor came again to vienna and renewed intimate personal intercourse with beethoven another of our old bond acquaintances had also recently come thither he of whom in the opinion of the present writer beethoven writes to amenda now to my comfort a man has come again namely anton reicher in the spring of this year beethoven removed from the teufelgraben into rooms overlooking one of the bastions there is little if any doubt the wasserkunstbastei and in one of those houses the main entrances to which are in the selerstade at a later period of his life he came thither again and with good reason for those houses not only afforded a beautiful view over the glacis and the landstrasse suburb, but plenty of sun and fresh air in the hamburger house where now stands number fifteen he had often gone with his exercises to joseph haydn and hard by lived his friend anton von der royal imperial Truxes, that is carver this year he chose hetzendorf for his summer retreat those who know well the environs of vienna are aware that this village offers less attraction to the lover of nature than a hundred others within easy distance of the city there is nothing to invite one who is fond of the solitude of the forest but the thick groves in the garden of Schernbrunn, some ten minutes walk distant it is certainly possible that beethoven's state of health may have forbidden him to indulge his taste for long rambles and that the cool shades of schoenbrunn so easily and at all times accessible may have determined his choice it would be pleasant to believe though there is no evidence to support such a belief that some feeling of regard for his former patron maximilian who had sought retirement at hetzendorf was one of the causes which induced the composer to spend this summer there oratorio the mount of olives that was a period at vienna fruitful in short sacred cantatas on certain days in the spring and late autumn no theatrical performances were allowed and the principal composers embraced the opportunity to exhibit their skill and invention in this branch of their art sometimes in concerts for their own benefit more commonly in those for public charities haydn salieri winter there are names that will occur in this connection to every student of vienna's musical annals beethoven ever ready to compete with the greatest talent in at least one work and desirous of producing at his next concert the novelty of an extensive vocal composition by himself determined to compose a work of this class the subject chosen was christus am erlberg its composition was the grand labour of this summer the text was written by me in collaboration with the poet within fourteen days writes beethoven in one of his letters but the poet was musical and had already written many things for music i was able to consult with him at any moment this poet was franz Zever-Huber fertile writer in general literature and a popular author for the vienna stage who occupied so high a place in public esteem that his consent to prepare the text of the christus is another indication of the high reputation of beethoven the merits and demerits of the poem need not be expatiated upon beethoven's own words show that he was in part responsible for them schindler says beethoven also lived in hetzendorf in eighteen o five and composed his Fidelio. a coincidence touching the two works one that remained in the lively memory of beethoven for many years was that he composed both of them in the thicket of the forest in the schoenbrunner hofgarten sitting on the hill between two oaks which branched out from the trunk about two feet from the ground this oak which always remained remarkable in his eyes it is to the left of the gloriette i found again with beethoven as late as eighteen twenty three and it awakened in him interesting memories of the early period so far as has been determined the composition completed in 1801 were the sonatas for pianoforte and violin opus 23 and 24 the pianoforte sonatas in a flat opus 26 e flat opus 27 number 1 and c sharp minor opus 27 number 2 and d major opus 28 and the quintet in c major opus 29 the andante in d minor of the sonata opus 28 says Zerny, was long his favorite, and he played it often for his own pleasure the 12 contradances and 6 rustic dances landler are sketched in part on the first staves of the Kessler sketch-book if we are justified in assuming that they were composed for the balls of the succeeding winter and were played from manuscript it would follow that they also are to be counted among the compositions completed in this year publications of the year 1801 the published works were the concerto for pianoforte and orchestra opus 15 dedicated a son altesa madame la princesse Odilewski ne Keglewicz the sonata for pianoforte and horn opus seventeen dedicated a madame la baronne de braun the quintet for pianoforte oboe clarinet horn and bassoon opus sixteen dedicated a Saint altesse monseigneur le prince regnant de, de schwarzenberg these three works were announced by molo and company on march twenty one furthermore the music to prometheus arranged for pianoforte according to zoni by the composer and dedicated a uh, sua altezza la signora principessa lichnowsky nata contessa tun published in june by artaria as opus twenty seven six variations tres facile on an original theme in g announced by johann traig as absolutely new on august eleventh sketched in the preceding year but probably completed in this the sonatas opus twenty three and twenty four dedicated a monsieur le comte maurice de Frise, announced on october twenty eighth the six quartets opus eighteen dedicated a son altesse Monseigneur le prince rognon de Lovkowitz, announced second series on october twenty eighth by molo the pianoforte concerto in b flat opus nineteen dedicated a m charles le Charles-Nickel-Noble de Nikolsburg, and the symphony in c opus twenty one dedicated a son excellence m le baron von swieten were published by hoffmeister and Kuhnel of leipzig certainly before the end of the year since they reached vienna on january sixteenth and were advertised there an earlier leipzig edition has not been found the two violin sonatas in a minor and f major were dedicated to count moritz von and were originally intended to be coupled in a single opus number as appears from the preliminary announcement by molo in the weiner zeitung of october twenty eighth eighteen o one and also by the designation of the second as number two on a copy of opus twenty four sketches of the two found in the petters sketchbook are evidence of their simultaneous origin the pianoforte sonata opus twenty six had its origin according to nadebaum's study of the sketches in the year eighteen hundred but shedlock in the musical times of august eighteen ninety two prints a few beginnings of the first movement in b minor which probably date farther back perhaps to the bonn period a young composer Ferdinand Pere, born at Parma in 1771, since the beginning of 1798, had produced on the court stage a series of pleasing and popular works, laboring in a sphere so totally different from that of Beethoven, there was no rivalry between them, and their relations were cordial and friendly. On June 6 of this summer, Pehr brought out a heroic opera, Achilles, which was received with a storm of approval, and deserved it, says the correspondent of the Zeitung Führer D. elegante Welt pere in his old age told ferdinand hiller a characteristic anecdote of beethoven which cannot possibly be true in connection with his leonora as he by a lapse of memory related it but is undoubtedly in connection with achilles it was to the effect that beethoven went with pere to the theatre where an opera by the latter was performing he sat beside him and after he had time and again cried out ah que c'est beau que c'est intéressant had finally said il faut que je compose the correspondent just cited complains of the want of character in the marches in achilles and incidentally confirms one of reese's notizen the funeral march in a flat minor in the sonata dedicated to prince lignovsky opus 26 was the result of the great praise with which the funeral march in Paris achilles was received by beethoven's friends of that sonata completed this year Zerny says when kramer was in vienna and was creating a great sensation not only by his playing but also by the three sonatas which he dedicated to haydn of which the first in a flat three-quarters time awakened great amazement beethoven who had been pitted against kramer wrote the a flat sonata opus twenty six in which there is purposely a reminder of the clementi kramer passage work in the finale the marcia funabra was composed on the impulsion of a very much admired funeral march of Pears and added to the sonata whether or not this funeral march was really occasioned by Pears' achilles or one from another opera by pair since achilles was performed for the first time in eighteen O one. And the older first sketches already contemplated a pezzo characteristico p.e. una marcia Asmol is of subordinate interest since the legend has nothing whatever to do with reminiscences but only with its tremendous superiority to the music by pair the enigmatic sonata pour in in the sketches for this sonata no doubt means for Molo simply the splendid print in facsimile published by eric prager from the autograph discovered by him gives information concerning the sketches and also concerning the legends which refer to the origin of the different movements of the two pianoforte sonatas opus 27 the first in e flat was dedicated to the princess johanna von lichtenstein nay the landgravine Fürstenberg; the second to countess giovetta Giacchardi. it is apparent therefore that they appeared separately at first sketches of the first show that they originated in 1801 both are designated quasi fantasia which plainly indicates a departure from the customary structure the c sharp minor sonata opus twenty seven number two was dedicated to the countess gioletta g Chiardi, who at this time eighteen o one to eighteen o two was beethoven's pupil and indubitably must be counted amongst the ladies who for a time at least were near to his heart concerning this later as his relationship to the countess has been exaggerated so also more significance has been attached to this sonata than is justified from a sober point of view beethoven himself was vexed that more importance was attached to it than to other sonatas which he held in higher esteem opus seventy eight for instance simply because it had become popular its popularity was subsequently heightened by the designations arbor sonata and moonlight sonata and its creation into a sort of love-song without words especially after schindler had identified the countess gia Chiardi with the immortal beloved of the famous love letter it was a long time before attention was paid to a letter written by dr g l grossheim to beethoven dated november tenth eighteen nineteen in which occurred the words you wrote me that at summa's grave in teplitz you had placed yourself among his admirers it is a desire which i cannot suppress that you mr chapelmaster would give to the world your wedding with summa i mean your fantasia in c sharp minor and the veteran the autograph of the sonata in d opus twenty eight bears the inscription grand sonata opus twenty eight eighteen o one de l van beethoven it appeared in print in eighteen o two having been advertised in the Wiener Zeitung of august fourteenth from the industria cante with the dedication a monsieur joseph noble de sanfel conseilleur au ligue des de Secrétaire perpétuel de l'academie des beaux-arts touching the personality of joseph noble de sonnenfels something may be learned from W. nagel's book beethoven und seine Clavier sonatum, and also from willibald muller's biography of him at the time sonnenfels was nearly seventy years old and so far as is known was not an intimate friend of beethoven's the dedication was probably nothing more than a mark of respect for the man of brains with whose ideas beethoven was in sympathy the single clue as to the origin of the work is the date eighteen o one on the autograph sketches seem to be lacking the sunny disposition of the music is the only evidence and this is internal the work early acquired the sobriquet sonata pastorale it was first printed by a krantz and the designation is not inept the string quintet in c opus twenty nine the string quintet opus twenty nine as is evidenced by an inscription on the score was composed in eighteen o one and published by breitkopf and hartel in eighteen o two towards the close of the year simultaneously it appeared from the press of artaria this second edition has a history according to ries the quintet was stolen in vienna and published by a artaria and co having been copied in a single night it was full of errors beethoven's conduct in the matter is without parallel he asked a to send the fifty copies which have been printed to me for correction but at the same time instructed me to use ink on the wretched paper and as coarsely as possible also to cross out several lines so that it would be impossible to make use of a single copy or sell it the scratching out was particularly in the scherzo. i obeyed his instructions implicitly etc not a bomb has proved that the further statements of ries touching the melting of the plates etc are wrong but the enraged composer did make a public statement and very properly to the lovers of music in informing the public that the original quintet in c long ago advertised by me as having been published by breitkopf and Hartel in leipzig i declare at the same time that i have no interest in the edition published simultaneously by messrs Artaria and molo in vienna i am the more compelled to make this declaration since this edition is very faulty incorrect and utterly useless to players whereas messrs breitkopf and Hartel, the legal owners of this quintet have done all in their power to produce the work as handsomely as possible ludwig van beethoven a year later beethoven revoked this declaration so far as it concerned molo in the following announcement to the public after having inserted a statement in the Wiener Zeitung of January twenty two, eighteen oh three, in which I publicly declared that the edition of my quintet published by Molo did not appear under my supervision was faulty in the extreme and useless to players, the undersigned hereby revokes the statement to the extent of saying that Messrs. Molo and Co. have no interest in this edition, feeling that I owe, such a declaration to do justice to Messrs. Molo and Co. before a public entitled to respect, Ludwig von Beethoven as not a bomb has shown beethoven eventually agreed to revise and correct this edition also a long letter to breitkopf and Hartel, dated november thirteenth eighteen o two gives a lively picture of the excitement which the incident aroused in beethoven i write hurriedly to inform you of only the most important things know then that while i was in the country for my health the arch scoundrel artaria borrowed the quintet from count on the pretense that it was already published and in existence here and that they wanted it for the purpose of re engraving because their copy was faulty and as a matter of fact intended to rejoice the public with it in a few days good count Fries, deceived and not reflecting that a piece of rascality might be in it gave it to them he could not ask me i was not here but fortunately i learned of the matter in time it was on tuesday of this week and in my zeal to save my honour and as quickly as possible to prevent your suffering injury i offered two new works to these contemptible persons if they would suppress the entire edition but a cooler-headed friend who was with me asked do you want to reward these rascals the case was finally closed under conditions they assuring me that no matter what you printed they would reprint it these generous scoundrels decided therefore to wait three weeks after the receipt here of your copies before issuing their own insisting that count reiss had made them a present of the copy one term the contract was to be closed and for this boon i had to give them a work which i valued at at least forty ducats before this contract was made comes my good brother as if sent by heaven he hurries to count friess the whole thing is the biggest swindle in the world how neatly they kept themselves out of count Friest's way and so on and i go to f and as the enclosed reverse may show that i did all in my power to protect you from injury my statement of the case may serve to prove to you that no sacrifice was too great for me to save my honour and save you from harm from the revers you will see the measures that must be adopted and you should make all possible haste to send copies here and if possible at the same price as the rascals son leitner and i will take all further measures which seem to us good so that their entire edition may be destroyed please take good notice that molo and artaria combined are already only a shop that is a combined lot of scoundrels the dedication to Fries, I hope, was not forgotten inasmuch as my brother wrote it on the first sheet. I wrote the Revers myself, since my poor brother is very much occupied with work, yet did all he could to save you and me. In the confusion he lost a faithful dog, which he called his favorite. He deserves that you thank him personally, as I have done on my own account, recall that from Tuesday to late last night I devoted myself almost wholly to this matter, and the mere thought of this rascally stroke may serve to make you realize how unpleasant it is for me. To have anything to do with such miserable men reverse the undersigned pledges himself under no circumstances to send out or sell here or elsewhere the quintet received from mr count Fries, composed by lud v beethoven until the original edition shall have been in circulation in vienna fourteen days vienna ninth month 1802 artaria comp the r is signed with its own hand by the comp used the following is to be head of vienne chez artaria comp. A Munich chez F. Halm, a Frankfort chez Gale F. Nadler, perhaps also in Leipzig Che Maisel. The price is two florins, Viennese standard. I got hold of twelve copies, which they promised me from the beginning, and corrected them. The engraving is abominable. Make use of all this. You see that on every side we have them in our hands and can proceed against them in the courts. Note well any personal measures taken against A. Will have my approval under date of december five, eighteen oh two, beethoven's brother karl wrote to breitkopf and Hartel on the same subject finally i shall inform you touching the manner in which my brother sells his works we already have in print thirty-four works and about eighteen numbers these pieces were mostly commissioned by amateurs under the following agreement he who wants a piece pays a fixed sum for its exclusive possession for half or a whole year or longer and binds himself not to give the manuscript to anybody at the conclusion of the period it is the privilege of the author to do what he pleases with the work this was the understanding with count Fries. now the count has a sort conti as violin teacher and to him artaria turned and he probably for a consideration of eight or ten florins said that the quartet sick had already been printed and was to be had everywhere this made count Fries think that there was nothing more to be lost in the matter and he gave it up without a word to us about it Count Fries is not here just now but he will return in six days and then we shall see that you are recompensed in one way or another i send you the accompanying reverse signed by artaria for inspection please return it this reverse cost my brother seven days during which time he could do nothing and me innumerable trips many unpleasantnesses and the loss of my dog beethoven's declaration not having been published until more than two months after his letter containing the revers the incidents touching which Rees makes report and the partial re-engraving of the plates must have taken place after January, 1803, and the end of the quarrel in 1804. Sketches of the quintet have not been found, and the question naturally arises whether or not it might have had an earlier origin or been developed from earlier sketches. A note in a conversation book of 1826 indicates that one of the quintet's themes was written by end of section 21.